Good morning and welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by L5 Media. My name is Darian Phillips. I'm joined by your co-host over there, Simran Sandu, and it is Monday, June 15th. We'll get the ball rolling today with an update on the Black Lives Matter protests that were reignited in Atlanta over the weekend after an Atlanta police officer shot and killed Rashard Brooks in a Wendy's parking lot last Friday. Following this tragic death, Atlanta Police Chief Erica Shields resigned from her position. Also, Paul Howard, the Fulton County District Attorney, informed the public that Garrett Rolfe, the officer responsible for the killing, could face a murder charge and claimed a decision on the matter will be made as early as next week. Outside of the violence, another disturbing matter going on right now involves tracking protester data all across the country. That's right, voting and advocacy groups are collecting information on protesters by monitoring their cell phones and sending them messages urging them to vote or take other forms of action. Now, while this may be helpful from a voter awareness standpoint, I think it's fair to say that there are clear privacy concerns with these actions. And sorry for the whiplash listeners, but if we make a sharp turn over to public policy, we'll see that President Trump's economic advisor, Larry Kudlow, has been losing sleep thinking about the $600 unemployment checks that many Americans are currently benefiting from. Mr. Kudlow believes that the weekly benefits are decentivizing people from returning to work and is suggesting that the U.S. replace these payments with a bonus for workers who return to their jobs, which is not necessarily aligned with Democrats' vision moving forward, claiming they want to see the funding extended beyond the July expiration date. And here's a surprising story for you. China is once again America's largest trading partner as the virus constrains global commerce, according to the Wall Street Journal. Trade between both countries rose to nearly $40 billion in April, which is almost 43% higher compared to March. And it appears that China is stuck between a rock and a hard place faced with a tough decision to either reinstitute lockdowns in Beijing or figure out a way to more effectively regulate their meat markets. For now, they have decided with the former, and here is why, listeners. The nation's capital recorded 50 new cases of coronavirus over the weekend, and 36 of them popped up on Saturday, which marked an all-time daily high for the city. Additionally, all these cases were transmitted and can be linked to a meat and vegetable market that supplies most of the capital's fruit and vegetables. And as markets experienced major volatility last week, futures for the Dow Jones, NASDAQ, and S&P 500 fell as investors try to address signs of a second wave of the coronavirus. Outside of equities, 10-year Treasury yields decreased to 67 basis points. And speaking of notoriously safe investments, utilities have been acting quite strange recently, listeners. Investors are concerned about declining power demand and fear that people may not be able to pay their bills after the massive layoffs that occurred over the past few months. As a result, shares of companies that sell electricity, water, and gas have been more volatile than the S&P 500. And the utilities sector within the S&P 500 is down by almost 10% on the year, even after the recent market rebound. And we've got some M&A action going on. AT&T is planning to sell its Warner Brothers gaming division for nearly $4 billion after companies such as Take-Two Interactive, EA, and Activision Blizzard express interest in acquiring the unit. And American Express will be pioneering uncharted territory as the company gets the green light from China's central bank to begin operating a card clearing network that will process transactions in Yuan. The move makes Amex the first foreign payment network to be licensed to clear domestic transactions in mainland China after previously being restricted to the country's fast growing financial sector. Well, the struggle to meet demand definitely translates to the grocery industry right now. Customers love the idea of grocery delivery when the coronavirus forced nationwide shutdowns, but more times than not struggled with cancellations, outages, and delays. Because here's the thing, grocers were under the assumption that their customers preferred in-store shopping, leaving them completely unprepared for the influx in demand. And as they tried to modify their operations, costs continued to rise while margins as a whole shrank. 
and calling all gamers for this announcement. Plans for the new PlayStation and Xbox consoles have been set in stone, so we all should be in store for one good holiday season. But the tricky part is, now is not necessarily the best time to be selling higher-priced goods, especially with the exceptionally high unemployment rate. So it'll be interesting to see how these two companies perform on such thin ice. And even though we all know Xbox is much, much better than PlayStation, we still want to hear your thoughts on which console release you're looking forward to. So tweet at us at Up5Media, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Tuesday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.